0: The Axe of the Blood God. <laughs> Welcome to a live episode of Axe of the Blood God, US Gamers official RPG Podcast. I'm your host, Cap Bailey. With me today, as always, is my lovely co-host, Nadia Oxford.
1: I have a face now. <laughs>
0: Uh, at last you have a face this is amazing (laughs) holy crud I mean, We've been doing this on camera for a little while now because we've been trying to, I don't know, like kind of react to one another, see one another, have a good time, right? So Yeah,
1: and give you a little bit of less editing work with all the <laughs> interruptions and jumping <laughs> over each other.
0: All of the pauses and everything that inevitably come with uh, podcasting over Skype and everything. So, mm-hmm. But yes, uh, thanks for joining us. The reason that we're doing this live, um, and I'm going to do my best not to do a Bill O'Reilly joke is that, uh, well, we're going to wrap up our Persona 4 Golden uh, and Chrono Trigger reports, and I it just seemed like a great idea to be kind of doing this in front of a live studio audience, I suppose. Um, so feel free to uh, comment in the comments um, while we are streaming, and uh, we will kind of periodically take time to respond to your comments and Mm -hmm. kind of weave them into the show like good little streamers or something to that effect (laughs) more broadly this is kind of a a test run i suppose you could say um we'll see how this goes and if it works out yeah who knows maybe we'll like do it more often maybe like once a month or something to that effect um it would also be kind of fun to do a talk show kind of on the regular
1: yeah stress out about setting up twitch beforehand and having everything break down at the last second
0: which, we, which which was just happening to us uh, now, actually, because we we're yeah. sitting here uh, <laughs> messing around like my Nadia was trying to get her mic in order and like I'm like going through a whole bunch of last minute stuff. It always feels like when we're recording, Nadia, like that it's we're like spending the like 30 minutes at least like getting set up. So that adds <laughs> uh, that already. extra little bit of stress when you're streaming on Twitch.
1: Well, stress is good for the skin or something.
0: Okay, so aside from the Persona 4 Golden report and the Chrono Trigger report, we got some housekeeping, uh, we got some RPG news to be covering, um, and we're also going to talk just a smidge more about Final Fantasy XII. Uh, it sounds like you've been playing a, a fair bit more. I've been following it on Facebook, Nadia.
1: Yeah, I've been playing uh, uh, quite a bit more. I'm about eight hours in, I would say. Um, I just got to the part where... Uh, well, basically, I'm. I think the the band has come together for good. I'm about to get on an airship for the first time and, and sail off to parts unknown to save, uh, shoot, what's your name? Penelope? Penelo, is it? Penelo, <laughs> yes. Not that it really that sound- matters. It <laughs> sounds like, it, I think there was like a. That's right, there was, a, there was an RPG boss in Super Mario RPG named Punchinello or something like that. And then, like, what does that name remind me of? But anyway, yeah, so I'm getting ready to, to rescue her. And, um, yeah, so far I'm really having a lot of fun with it. Something I said on my Facebook is that, uh, Ivalice, uh, the world that. Evilis. Fantasy- Evilise. Oh. Yes, I'm going to
0: correct you, Nadia. It's Evilis.
1: <laughs> Evilis. <laughs> the world that Ivalice. Final Fantasy XII takes in, uh, takes pe- place in, uh, it really has its shit together as far as a, a Final Fantasy setting goes. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've talked at length in the past about how Final Fantasy thirteen is really kind of, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this, like, fragmented. Let's put a lot of apostrophes in in every name and make it seem really, you know, epic. Uh, But Ivelisse has, um, it it knows what it is. It knows its own history. It knows its own bestiary. Um, It's very sandy. It's very dry, but um, it's... Very (laughs) deserty. There's sand. It's coarse. It's rough. I hate sand. It gets in your ass. But um, (laughs) otherwise, it's... uh, I just like how established the world is and how the characters like all interact with the world. I'm really enjoying it so far.
0: Yeah, I've I've seen a few people say that like they're just really really into Final Fantasy XII, <clears throat> and I've kind of posited that you know like this is a time for Final Fantasy XII to finally shine in a way that it mm-hmm. simply could not before, right?
1: Yeah, you're not the only one who's been saying that. A lot of people who have loved twelve up to this point and just kind of got overlooked for reasons we talked about last week. Um, they're really glad that it's, uh, hello Toothless, that it's uh, <laughs> getting its dues.
0: By the way, I just wanted to say hello to Johnny Pants and Wando who are, are jumping into the comments really quickly. Um, usual streamers, or are, are usual people who are watching the streams, um, feel free to talk about whatever you want to talk about um, in the comments. But moving on, uh, so sorry, how far did you say that you've gotten into Final Fantasy twelve?
1: It's about eight, nine hours. Oh,
0: eight or nine hours. Okay. What was the last major thing to happen?
1: Um, Let's see. I escaped the dungeons, and Mm -hmm. I... That was a long trip, because you got to get out of the dungeons, and it's a long trek. Uh, And then I learned Pinello is gone, so I'm on my way to rescue her.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. See, uh, I I think I know uh, pretty much where you are, and you've got the gambits and the license boards and everything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The gambits are really interesting, because... um, it's a good way to make it so that your ai isn't as stupid as a brick Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. it's
1: really doing like a very simple programming of your own i i do like it the only thing i don't like is having to buy commands that's a little weird that is a little weird
0: isn't it like yeah it's weird it's a weird way to gate process progress
1: it really is and like you think oh it's only 70 it's only 70 gil and then like before you know it you've really added you've really added up some expenses
0: Oh, Johnny Pants! By the way, is John Learned, who is apparently desperate to be talking about <laughs> Final Fantasy 12 with us?
1: Ah, that's adorable. I want to talk. Twi- I want to talk Final Fantasy 12 with him too because I want to talk Symphony of the Night with him. Jeez, never oh mind my gosh. Final Fantasy 12
0: uh, you you guys can sit over here and just be like I love Final Fantasy or Twelve and Symphony of the Night and be like oh, okay whatever like I'm over here. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I like
1: both of those games, but uh, um, it's really
0: cool that you're finally like getting into it after um, a decade of not actually being decade. able to play
1: it. It's been like sitting on top of my PlayStation Two, like in a nice box for, for years. <laughs> and my husband's like, "Oh, I guess I bought you that for nothing, didn't I?" It's a little jab every so often.
0: Well, now you're playing but, the definitive version. Like this is the definitive, definitive, yeah. definitive version so
1: the only problem is i think i might have screwed up my job selections um we talked about last week i made vaughn an archer mm-hmm. uh but then i didn't need another archer so i made fran a, a white mage mm-hmm. um i made uh Balth- what's his name baltier Balthier. Balthier. he's great uh, i made him a monk mm-hmm. and um traitor boy uh i made him a uh i think he made him a bushy bushy a Bushido. Sounds like bushy yeah <laughs> Well, they call it a bushy, like a squirrel tail.
0: I mean, I think it'll be fine. Um, It's mostly just that you're not optimizing the stats, Nadia.
1: Jeez, what's your problem? Everything's going to just dissolve. (laughs) The game's going to give up on me. Just close the door. I'm not playing with you anymore. You're bad at this. You
0: didn't pick an optimal job. <laughs> You're not making optimal use of their relative <laughs> strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> you might as well just restart now. I mean, seriously. Well, it, it,
1: it's stupid that they don't like that That Vaughn would be a knight character. What the hell? Like, you think, It okay, is a fine. little weird. No, he, he's lightweight. He doesn't even like to wear a shirt. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's make him something light. Let's make him an archer or, you know, a, a mage or, or a thief. No, he's got to be a knight. Okay. Yeah, this makes sense.
0: I have to say it is a little weird that it says he's wearing like all of this really awesome armor, but then you look at him and he's still wearing like he's got nothing but like his regular original <laughs> clothing, like super lightweight pants that breathe really easily and the and the vest with the the wonderful yeah. chest and everything, you're like, hmm, that does not look like wonderful armor here. I'm I'm getting a little bit of a disconnect.
1: Yeah, I kinda wish they'd fixed that for the HG uh remix version. Um because there was a scene where when you go into the dungeon, my party lost everything of course and they find it their stuff again and you see them like adjusting their clothes i guess putting their stuff back on it's like every everybody looks the same they're just like they got lice and they're itching
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know i i actually think that is an immersion breaker for me because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one thing that i've really liked about breath of the wild to be honest is that you can you know like that you see all of the gear hanging from Links back that you can change out the gear, uh, and yeah. it's the same thing with a, a game like, say, Diablo
1: or or an MMORPG, it, right? It's like, or Xenoblade had the same thing. That was a Wii game. like yes. everybody had their own clothes, except exactly. for Dunman. He'd make him naked so he'd like blaze across the field.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it's a little strange to see them without like proper armor. It's like, going, yeah, oh, I do wish man. they,
1: I do wish he'd kind of like put that in for the the remake. But otherwise, I have no major complaints.
0: So I guess we're going to end up uh, checking in for a Final Fantasy XII report. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's going to become <laughs> as full-blown as the Chrono Trigger and the Persona 4 Golden Report, but uh,
1: I, I want to I wanna hear about your me. progress here. Yeah. No problem. I have no problem with that.
0: Excellent. All right. Speaking of Square Enix, this is becoming a very Square Enix-centric podcast, or at least this episode, though. Probably every episode. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh New trailer dropped for Kingdom Hearts 3 over the weekend. Um, This is kind of momentous because we have something approaching a release window for Kingdom Hearts 3 at long last. Um, We are looking at 2018. I mean, that's that's amazing. Uh, I was like going, is this game ever coming out? Seriously. Uh, So, uh, all right. So let's talk about the trailer first, Nadia. Um, Basically... We see the uh, we see the main character, and for God's sake, it's been so long that I can't even remember his name Is at it this Sora? point. Sora, Sora, yes, it's Sora. Uh, we yeah. see Sora doing really cool things, um, like just generally looking like a total badass in the Kingdom Hearts 3 battle system, where they're showing off some of the graphics.
1: Graphics look nice; um, they do look nice. Um, I. I that's a that's problem I have with Kingdom Hearts is that it's such a tease because, sure, I'd love to play an RPG where you're, like, just on Andy's lawn kicking ass, but <laughs> <laughs> I know that they're going to pull the rug away from me and it's going to be, like, 70% bullshit about the Heartless and, mm. you know, Square Enix's trench coat wearing nobodies. Um, well, I
0: mean, if you go back to uh, the spin offs, I think that was certainly the case, mm-hmm. but I, I think that in the i think that in the numbered sequels we'll get a lot more disney uh to be we perfectly honest yeah yeah um and that was one thing that i mean okay so can i can i admit something to you i never sure. really everybody always praised the disney portions of the original kingdom hearts i didn't mm-hmm. think that they were actually that well done <laughs>
1: I'm actually watching, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Some Call Me Johnny. He's a, like, this really, like, cute, chill dude who does uh, a lot of reports on games. And he's playing through Kingdom Hearts and, uh, going over the, uh, games without any nostalgia. And he honestly agrees with you. He says, like, the, the Disney portions of the, of one, at least he hasn't gotten to two yet. It really seems like almost like on the, the sidelines. Like, like it doesn't need to be there almost, which is, Mm. which is silly because the whole game about Disney.
0: Yeah, in the original Kingdom Hearts, there was always there was this one bit that always really bothered me. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was uh, Monstro would show up, right? Right. And um, you went inside Monstro, and it was such a boring dungeon. Like, it was mm-hmm. just a, a series of multicolored chambers. And if I recall correctly, you ultimately fight as heart or something like that. And it always bugged me yeah. that you didn't, you know, have a much more fully featured and interesting, uh, like, just dungeon based around uh Pinocchio in general right yeah um felt like wasted potential and that often kind of seems to happen with uh with Kingdom Hearts so I mean like they'll go like the localizers will go out of their way to get the actual voice actors I don't think they're gonna get Tom Hanks for the local <laughs> <laughs> I love them too but they might I get Tim Allen so. <laughs> Tim I, I've heard Tim <laughs> Allen needs some work these days <laughs> I need a paycheck people but maybe not Tom Hanks for Woody but uh they go out of their way to get the voices, but then the the writing is always just a smidge kind of under, mm-hmm. like, where it should be for, like, a Disney film. Like, it feels like it's trying to approximate what the movies were trying to accomplish, like, in terms of tone and dialogue and everything. And it always felt just a tiny bit off, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so it was really cool to see all the Disney villains, like, all sitting around a table and plotting and everything. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. But... Just the delivery and the writing and everything was just... Everything's just a little bit skewed. Just a little like, skewed.
1: Yeah, like, well, you've seen what Pete's wearing, right? No. Like, like, Pete? Oh, yes, like, the most stupid outfit on the on the history of the of Earth. That's saying something for a JRPG. Like, they just have him in those really weird spandex buckles everywhere, of course, because Nomura. It's so... I want to like Kingdom Hearts so much, but it's just really... Yeah. fights against itself a lot.
0: And then Kingdom Hearts 2, like, practically automated its combat um, mm-hmm. in a lot of respects. Um, though it did do some cool things. I thought the Steamboat Willie level was really cool.
1: The only thing I remember from uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 is Setzer was in there, like, mm-hmm. for beating up children for some reason. It oh, was, right. Setzer it was, was really hanging was weird. Out.
0: Yes. Setzer was in there, and also Orin.
1: Orin? Oh, from... Uh,
0: Final Fantasy X. Yeah.
1: Oh. He was hanging hell, out in people-
0: Hades, wasn't he? <laughs> that sounds about right. I mean, spoiler alert, he's dead. So... <laughs> this Gotta is go a somewhere. for a 15-year-old game, so what can I say? we gonna but, go to Detroit. Uh, yeah, I know, he's hanging out in the 80s, so it makes sense to me. Um, but, so yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3, I have to say, when I was watching the trailer, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I mean, this looks cool, uh, what can I say? Uh, it also brought me back to, at the beginning, like, say right when the PS2 came out, mm-hmm. I remember Sony saying something to the effect of, we are going to basically be able to output Toy Story-level graphics. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> the original Toy Story being the benchmark for really good graphics back in, yeah. you know, 2000, right? Because it was only five yeah. years old at that point. And now we, we are here. Like, it actually is <laughs> like, yep, cool. They're inside Toy Story. That's really cool. Technology. I'm playing
1: Yeah, that is, it does look really good. I do like how, like, what how sora and the others look as toys they look kind of like strangely enough they look really modern like because i find toys are going back to that blocky sort of mm. aesthetic whereas because a lot of people are saying oh well why is sora all square and like woody is all you know round and it's like well he's an older toy that's the way they were built back then
0: yes it's true uh, I, I think it'd be funny if sora had like a pole string and then you could yes. get just like random quote clo- <laughs> like right like you wouldn't be able to talk Unless they, like, pulled the drawstring and he actually started, like, talking and then the drawstring finishes. And then he pulls it again. He starts talking. But the, or either that or have the drawstring just have random, like, nomurisms or, like, Square mixisms. <laughs> I'll fight to protect my friends.
1: That'd be great. That'd be really cute. I could actually get behind that if he pulls it and has, like, you know, use spoonie bard like, all these random, like, classic Square Enix quotes. Like, oh, that'd be gosh, really good. Why is we talking like this?
0: But I would also accept him just having, like, buttons that just give him random toy quotes, like, to infinity and beyond, and sort of just being like, what What the actual?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hate to say it, make the comparison, but, like, Bumblebee from the the Bay Transformers movies, where you can only talk through, like, you know, random pop culture clips.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the game itself, um, it's going to be interesting, because I don't think we have anybody on staff who is what I would really call a Kingdom Hearts fan these days. Um,
1: I think Katie would... I, when she was younger she was a big fan she said but yeah god it, it's been so long that like people a lot of people have grown out of kingdom hearts i'm sure they'll get back into it like nostalgia and all that but mm-hmm. that's the perils of waiting so long on like a uh, uh a series that relies so heavily on whimsy and, and childhood memories
0: yeah exactly um yeah she said that she felt like she had outgrown it a little bit um mm-hmm. you know i tried to get into it so many times i I played the original Kingdom Hearts multiple times back in the day, and it, it always at some point ended up losing me. Um, Maybe at this point, like the level design will start to catch up a little bit with the actual cutscenes, which look really good, right? They do. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and maybe the combat will start to feel a little more satisfying. Like what I saw, the combat looked really neat. Like, like Sora. It looked fun. Yeah, I mean, like Sora being in midair. Uh, doing mm. the combos, like launching off the um, the ice threes and that kind of thing. I was like, yeah, uh, a
1: little hacky slashy, but that's fine.
0: Yes, I mean that's Kingdom Hearts in general, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. It is very yeah. mi- it's mindless, but it's kind of fun.
0: Um, did you see that Nomura was talking to GameSpot and he had um, he had he, Did you see his reasons for why Kingdom Hearts three had taken so long?
1: No, I missed that part.
0: So, he said that it was originally going to be in the Luminous engine, which was the one that powered Final Fantasy Thirteen,
1: Right. But they changed it, didn't they?
0: They changed it to Unreal. And uh-huh. he said the change in the engine, like, dramatically, like, threw everything off. And he said, it was above my pay grade. It's not my fault. <laughs> and look, I'm I'm not going to say, oh, Nomura, you're wrong. Like, this is your project. <laughs> this is, this is your, that you're lying or whatever. Like, mm mm-hmm sure like okay but um as Matt like pointed out there was actually a quote from like 2014 where they were like oh no the the, the transition went real smoothly and everything
1: <laughs> sure now of course
0: they could say they could have just been saying that right
1: <laughs> but which is very possible but th- the fact that Nomura was like oh, it's not my fault that's a very that's the opposite of what a Japanese like game developer usually says oh we beg your forgiveness we're sorry we want to make a good product yeah not my fault don't blame the underlings so
0: uh just a really quick aside uh random bullseye said hello uh on the chat and uh thank you i'm really glad that you're enjoying the show and he said that apparently he's making a game he's making an rpg maker game oh nice based on acts of the blood god <laughs> it's called acts of the blood god be careful what you wish for personally oh, i call a- it acts of the blood god throw it on the pile <laughs>
1: To get a, a cat and I is stacking up cues higher and higher and higher. Whoever topples first. And maybe we play Django with it. Yes, out, like, exactly. Kingdom Hearts and
0: <laughs> everything. So he says that. Or random bullseye. Sorry, I'm, I'm not sure if you're a guy or a girl. I'm not going to gender you. But random bullseye says that they're going to send. Um, they're going to send screenshots of this uh, of this project. So i I'm, I'm really excited about that.
1: That's awesome. Yes, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Another comment is, the only reason I would consider getting into Kingdom Hearts is the music, which is probably very good because of uh, Shimamura. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, the, the thing that drew me into Kingdom Hearts once upon a time was that there were Final Fantasy characters.
1: Yeah, that's right. Oh, God, that was back when, like, Cloud and, like, Aeris and all them were hot shit. That's, that's how and long. Kedis was brand was. new
0: because it <laughs> yeah. was, like, a year after Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah. And they were like, because remember on the opening scene, they're on the beach, right? Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. see um, you see them like playing, I think, Blitzball?
1: Probably, but I was thinking yes. on the beach.
0: Like, and you, you run into various Final Fantasy characters like Selfie's there. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's funny that Selfie is a funny name now.
1: It really is. Oh, geez.
0: And it's the perfect name. Like, if she were in 2017, she would totally be doing Selfie's and everybody would be like, really, Selfie? Really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: She'd be best friends with Prompto.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Now I want that crossover. The adventures of Prompto and Selfie. That'd be cute. Yes. But, uh, yeah. So, no, that was really cool back in the day. And, of course, you could uh, fight Cloud, and Cloud looked like a total badass in the Coliseum. And then one-winged angel Sephiroth showed up. And so, like, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Final Fantasy meets Kingdom Hearts. But then it became, like, the worst of both worlds because they introduced, <laughs> like, Organization thirteen and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so. Uh, I, I feel I feel almost a little bad like complaining about Kingdom Hearts all the time but I don't know like I've never really seen the appeal um maybe like somebody in the comments can uh, uh, tell me um can tell me uh if, like what they like about Kingdom Hearts but uh, I'd be really curious um by the way uh sorry we do not have uh Destiny 2 beta codes um <laughs>
1: We were told every punch and pie.
0: Yes, <laughs> but I don't know. Like Kingdom Hearts three coming on twenty eighteen. I'm just ready to be done. I'm ready to finally play it.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll get. I don't know if it, I should bother giving it a try because I know the story is going to pick up from like the middle of nowhere, and I, yeah. I don't know anything about it.
0: Uh, I don't think the
1: story matters at this point. I guess you're right. I think yeah, that's, uh, why the fast, that's why God invented the fast forward button.
0: Well, no, that's why you skip. I mean, yeah. you got to take a page from the Cat Bailey school of playing RPGs. Skip through all the cutscenes. <laughs> I just want to get back to building the party and everything.
1: I have to admit with Persona 5 by the end and like all the the chats they were having on text, I was like
0: Exactly.
1: Just saying everything I know, people.
0: Yes. All right. Uh Chrono Trigger report. All right, Nadia, I did it!
1: Yay! I finally
0: finished. I finally finished a game that's been on my backlog for well, a very long time. Long I uh, I beat Lavos. I beat scary space alien Lavos while flying through time and space and all of the dimensions. By the way, uh, I think it goes without saying that there's going to be spoilers uh, for Chrono Trigger. So if you don't want to be spoiled on a 20-year-old game, I strongly suggest that you leave now. But I I figure (laughs) that you're here because you want to talk Chrono Trigger, right? So anyway, uh, so yeah, where I picked up, I picked up, uh, it took me a bit to be like, where am I? What am I doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I was like, oh, right. I was going to get into the Epoch and uh, go to Death Peak
1: right yes That's so, right, so i, I could had to
0: revive um so i could revive chrono yeah uh my friend had been like no no go fight lavos and beat lavos without reviving chrono because i've never had known anybody to like not revive chrono first and i'm like but i want chrono is the yeah. problem
1: so he's a good party member
0: he is an excellent party member, and I had been warned that Lavos is actually a lot easier with Chrono in the party, and I felt totally thrown off without Chrono in the party, which I think mm-hmm. is a point. Chrono's really powerful, yeah. right? Exactly. So you're supposed to feel like you're missing something. And you need
1: him for most of the triple tax.
0: Yes. Um, though I managed to get a pretty good um, party going with Frog, um, Stone Age Lady. Ayla. Ayla. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from the book the third oh robo yeah mm-hmm. frog Ayla, and robo cuz frog got or say uh robo got this 10,000 fist attack
1: yes the the machine gun fist
0: yes which was which was pretty decent for single target attacks
1: mm-hmm.
0: which came in later handy a little bit later um and if i needed frog and Ayla to do a thing they could do their bubble dive attack That's which pretty cool too would do a fair amount of damage on its own and then Frog and Ayla also had a really powerful heal. Yes, because they had um the the kissy the kissy uh, slurp. <laughs>
1: Great name square.
0: Yes, kissy slurp. Um, no, I, I forget what the actual name yeah, is. I but. think it's
1: called a slurp kiss, but it's always a very disturbing name.
0: Yes, uh, and that like healed off a ton of damage and also restored status. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, right. this is actually really useful. I was going to use Magus, but, like, Magus, like, the fit wasn't readily apparent. Um, I was told that Magus and Luca are an excellent pairing.
1: That's a... Uh, huh. I never thought of that. Like, uh, Magus's texts don't really play well with anyone. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Yes. I never. I had to say, I never used that pairing very much. I never used Luca very much. I guess, um
0: they can get gigaflare or like they get some really powerful like spell that like can just totally mess up everything if you oh yeah Luca. i think
1: like there's like an item you can equip certain rocks that will give you techs but you have to have certain people in your party to use them
0: oh i'm being told by the way that frog robo and Ayla is uh, kind of the best non-chrono party so i seem to have stumbled onto something
1: you did because uh, a frog was another character I never used very much
0: really oh frog is so great Frog's really powerful. Like, which so you yeah. used so you didn't use Luca, you didn't use Luca, and you didn't use Frog, two of the most powerful <laughs> characters.
1: So you used I like a Chrono
0: and use Marl and you used um. I
1: usually I used Robo a lot. I mm-hmm. used Chrono, of course, and I guess you know what, the third character I usually waffle back and forth a lot. Usually, Ayla.
0: Yeah. Because
1: Robo has the heal beam, so that's usually what I would do.
0: Yes, I mean, yeah, the heal heal beam like single. The area of effect uh, healing for the entire party um, mm-hmm. from a single character is so useful because exactly. One thing that I really like about this game is the kind of like the decisions that you have to the snap decisions you have to make mm-hmm. on kind of on the fly about which text to use. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I can use a triple a double tech. Uh, or dual tech, but, oh, I'm going to take up a couple of party members. Crap. Uh, uh, Like, how am I going to get this set up? Um, Like, the battles are all about getting loops set up. And on the one hand, that can be a smidge repetitive when you're fighting a boss. But on the other hand, it's really rewarding when you're actually in the battle itself, right? Right. Yeah. Um, No, I
1: agree. Oh, I was just saying, I agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. It's just, we've talked in the past about how uh, the strategy... In the game, just even changes from battle to battle. It's just a really well done game. Did you go through the Black Omen?
0: Oh yes, I did. I did go through the I Black the Omen. Music there. Oh, it's good music. And uh, I fought um, Zeal, uh, the Queen again. Um, yeah. Who like goes through like multiple forms because Square Enix <laughs> <laughs> eventually becoming. Uh, kind of reminded me of the final boss from Star Fox.
1: Yeah, like the hands and the face. Yes. That, kind of yes, reminded remind me of me. Andros. Yeah, <laughs> female Andros.
0: Well, but before I did that, I went and got Chrono back. Oh, that's right. Yes, because so I went into Death Peak and I was like, oh, so that's how I solved the whole, like, blizzardy thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, little, the dolls on the trees.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, though it was kind of annoying, like, getting behind the dang trees mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't mm-hmm. get blown off the the edge of the cliff. And then there was a really annoying part where you have to, like, run across
1: an ice bridge or something. Oh, that. Yeah, that sucked. And there was wind or something, like, pushing yes. you against you.
0: Oh, my God. That was really awkward. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to fall off this thing 10 million times, grump. So.
1: <laughs> I think I played the game so many times I just, like, knew by muscle memory. <laughs> I can still think about it now. Just my fingers hmm.
0: twitch. Eventually, I was just like, uh, just run across it. Don't even worry about it. Okay, okay. Don't fine. even think
1: about it. And then- I remember it- Last time we talked about that, I said it was one of my favorite dungeons. I found the atmosphere really, like, oppressive and, and melancholy. How do you feel about it?
0: The Black Omen or Death Peak? Sorry, Death Peak. Uh, I like anything with snow.
1: There you go. Wind. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, like, I don't remember the music very well, but I think that thematically it makes sense that if you're trying to go and revive a lost party member, that in a sense you're traveling through the Valley of Death. Mm -hmm. And often death, like, the world of death is represented as, like, winter or cold, right? Yeah. So, uh, like, in Norse mythology, it's, like, Niflheim and stuff like that. So, it makes sense that that would be the dungeon that you would go through um, in order to get to Chrono.
1: Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was also, uh, the reason the peak even exists is because it was the impact crater where Lavos landed. And that's why you see his spawn there as well.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm,
1: mm mm-hmm so i i do have to say it was a little goofy the method (laughs) of
0: actually um well okay the method of actually reviving chrono was a little goofy
1: oh yeah of course
0: yeah um (laughs) because you're like showing up and like time's frozen and he's about to get like annihilated by um by lavos and you're like uh we have a Luckily, we have this clone doll that's like an exact replica.
1: <laughs> This'll full an ancient death god.
0: <laughs> and Chrono's good. I mean, it could be worse, right? But it was pretty sweet, though. Um, I will say that the 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 Lavo's pieces were kind of annoying.
1: Yeah, they're jer- they're jerks.
0: A little bit. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Um, because once I. It was more that I would get blitzed early, and if you mess up and mm. attack their body by mistake, you're, like, going oh, to get really, you. yeah, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, cool, I just lost, <laughs> I just lost, Everything. like, 300 um, hit, po- hit points, which is really cool, and by <laughs> cool, I mean not very cool.
1: But you're right, because thinking back, uh, there's three of them, number one, and number two, they open up with that really devastating attack mm. yeah. that hits you all.
0: Yeah, they hit you really hard, so you're like, "Uh, crap, I need to heal before I lose somebody, and you're using a, a lot of your items. And then you run into, like, three of them, and there aren't that many save points.
1: No, you're right. There's, like, one or two, if that. Mm-hmm. And this is back in the old days before autosave, so if you died, you died.
0: Yes, so there was at least one point where I screwed up, I think, on the second one, and mm-hmm. I got sent back a, a fair distance, so I was like, Oof. oh, thanks, because there's only, like, one save point in that whole dungeon.
1: Yeah, that, that is pretty rough. That is pretty rough. So,
0: after, uh, after Death week, after getting Chrono back, um, it was back to the end of time. And I spent actually a while looking for the Epoch. <laughs> I was like, wait, how do I get the Epoch
1: back? Dude, where's my Epoch?
0: Yes, exactly. I'm like going, eh. So, but it turns out, like, after some Googling, it turned out, I was like, oh, like, it was actually brought back to the end of time. Duh.
1: Yes. <laughs> it followed you there. It's like a puppy dog.
0: Oh, well, a little puppy dog Epoch. So... So at that point, I could access all of the side quests. And um, I ended up doing the one where, um, like the one with Rog with the ghost.
1: Yeah, with Cyrus, where you meet Cyrus again. Yes,
0: I-, I wanted to do that one. Um, but uh, a lot of these were quite involved, actually. Um, yeah, they are. I-, I went back and I fought, uh, I went back to Ozzy's Dungeon. Um, yes and did that one but then it was like oh my gosh like there's so many and i was like oh i'm gonna how many hours am i gonna tack on to this game like i really need to wrap this up um but at the same time like i didn't really feel like in hindsight i don't feel like i was ready to go do lavos Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if i had not done those
1: yeah uh, especially since i do think it affects the ending
0: yes exactly like it, they really want you to go and power up your stuff, because they, like, power up your weapons.
1: Yes. There's a lot to do once you rescue Chrono. It's a really interesting game that way. You can basically take on that stupid idiot whenever you want.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, you could take him on even before you get the wings for the Epoch, I think. With yeah, you Dalton. take him, as
1: soon as you get to the end of time uh, mm-hmm. in your first playthrough. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can go. There's, like, a light that the guy says, like, oh, if, if you want to... Uh, go directly to lavos and get yourself killed there's a light right over there
0: uh i didn't realize this but i was looking this up on wiki apparently you can fight lavos at uh, you can beat lavos at the ocean palace like you can actually really? beat him yes like he's really hard <laughs> and he's really fast and everything but i guess if you have the right party you can actually take him out
1: that piss him off good and proper <laughs> can you end the game like do you get an ending i don't i I think so
0: like i think that's it like you're finished
1: (laughs) well save the world uh
0: but then you went to lost chrono
1: yeah that's Hmm. crazy
0: oh man i'm I'm sure this is on youtube somewhere
1: time fuckery
0: yes uh, this is like yeah people are saying yeah like that's only in the new game plus and everything so i would assume so yeah yeah that's a new game plus kind of thing Uh, that's really cool by the way that you can do that
1: that is, I See, I, here you go. The game's ancient. I, I've played it a billion times. I had no idea you could even do that. I would have tried that <laughs> as a kid because I had, like, a really super-powered New Game Plus where, like, I'd play the game many times over, and I had everyone in the, in the crazy-ass armor that you can only get by playing the game several times over. Oh, shit. Now my game's gone.
0: Oh, that's too bad. By yeah, the way, I, I was watching some YouTube videos of, like, the SNES version, and the menus, like, were, like, actually really annoying me just looking at them. I much prefer <laughs> the DS menus.
1: Speaking of SNES, when you're lucky that um, there's actually a, a mistranslation in the original game, mm-hmm. where when you're getting the side quests from the Time Guru, uh, he says, one of the quests he gives you is, uh, there's somebody close to you who needs help. Find that person fast. And I forget what it was a mistranslation of, but for years and years and years, everyone thought that this was some secret quest where you could find Shala, like, and rescue her from the mm-hmm. Ocean Palace. And mm-hmm. it, was never, it was never possible. But we all went freaking out of our minds. And this was like like when we first got the internet, we're all on the internet, like saying, "How do you fu- how do you get this quest?" And of course, you have assholes who are like, "Oh, all you have to do is like run around the ocean palace fifty times," you know, just being <laughs> jerks. <laughs> oh, I hate. Oh, god, I hate that crap. <laughs> Free internet. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that was that was an experience, and for yeah, so long, I thought you could rescue Shala somehow, and just there was some way to do it. And no, it was never possible. It was just a mistranslation. So thanks for that, Wolsey.
0: By the way, um. Something that we're learning in the comments apparently beating Lavo's in the Ocean Pilots gives you the developers room. It's the same ending, really? Yes,
1: shit. Because I have gotten the developers room, but usually I thought the only way to get that was you uh, go to Lavo's from the fair, which is possible after New Game Plus.
0: Oh right, yes, exactly. Because and that's uh, a that's a
1: hilarious ending.
0: It's the same ending as defeating him at the Millennial Fair at the start. Yeah. Some of the ending triggers are dumb, like the one between seeing Shala use a pendant and powering it up yourself.
1: Yeah, that was one. I think that's the last one I ever got because it was just... Come on, people.
0: (laughs) So, okay. So I ended up doing the Crash the Epoch into Lavos, which was a really badass cutscene, I might add. Um, Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I really enjoyed that one, uh, which took away like half the the fight, by the way. Mm -hmm. I think that is a really cool that is a really cool choice to be able to make um that you can just like straight up fight him and like i i did not fight i I did not see the lavas fight without the epoch crashing into him but i think it's really cool that you can do that
1: to be honest it's kind of a a boring long fight yeah because what he does is he cycles through all the old bosses you beat and Mm -hmm. you have to basically beat all the old bosses it's a boss rush oh really a really long slow (laughs) boss rush more like a boss crawl
0: but it's not so bad if you're doing like new King plus right because you can just like no, smoke them
1: then it's gone but no it, it's a really it's a slog although um you do get like really nice music because you get the lavos theme but you get the full theme which is mm-hmm. just amazing
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and then um so let's see so i went
0: inside him and i was like aha he's like a seashell or something like that you go inside it and i was like aha Yeah. This is not just Laos. This was like a giant shell thing.
1: Yeah. And that's where you. The the sound inside where you hear his heartbeat and you hear his breathing as you get closer and closer. Did Mm -hmm. you notice that? Mm -hmm. That was really cool.
0: No, that was like super cool. Um, Yeah. Something you definitely want to play in headphones if you're playing on Mm -hmm. the the DS version.
1: Yes. Don't forget that.
0: Yes. Um, And uh, from that point on, it was like. um, it was a fairly tough battle um actually like I was kind of barely holding on i was i had to use like mega elixir uh, a mm-hmm. mega elixir and like um like i i just had to like i was cycling through the attacks as usual with Ayla, <coughs> ala and uh chrono doing the the pterodactyl flight thing yeah the, uh, the falcon hit the falcon hit and everything um and then just trying to stay alive to be honest um lots of status effects.
1: Yeah, he can. He, if you ha- even if you have protection, like he can bypass it all. So there's no point in even like equipping. Uh, I think maybe ribbons or, or some. There's one thing mm-hmm. that can save you, but it's a really rare item.
0: Yes, yeah, so um, thankfully I was able to do quite a bit of damage. Um, and, and that's the thing with Grown Trigger. Um, and I, I think Robert Boy was kind of saying was like. At the end of the day, like once you get your cycle, and then you're just dishing out as much damage as possible, like it loses a bit of its nuance. So I can mm-hmm. kind of understand the the criticism there, but yes,
1: except the very last battle with the Labos Core, he pulls a, a little bit of a, a twist on you, doesn't it?
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: That screwed me up as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because well, just like. To, to refresh everyone's memories, there's three parts to the final lavas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the middle part where he's like some weird thing. I have to admit he's like kind of a weirdo, uh, and he has two bits beside him. And there's the yes. key to winning is not attacking him or the left bit, but I think it's the right bit you have to attack. Yes, except it's always it's almost always under protection. And to get it to drop its shield, you have to attack the other bit. Hmm. But uh, that that's a bit of a hard battle because he cycles through the ages, and the music there is fantastic. And uh, Different ages bring different attacks, and, and they're really devastating. Like, there's one for the prehistoric era that he uses, and it's some sort of physical attack that just destroys you.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm
1: So, I, I can understand why you had a bit of a hard time.
0: Well, not that hard a hard time. I was actually, like, I was actually kind of surprised, like, I guess, like, I was able to get a, f- a fair amount of really decent gear um, by mm-hmm. doing the side quests that I did, and I was like... Yeah. Okay, cool. Like uh, I was able to survive. Like this is a game that definitely rewards you for going through the, for going through the content, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. kind of like an MMORPG do, in that regard.
1: Did you do Robo's uh, final? Mm. Mm. You'd probably like that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I. Uh, that's the problem with like trying to get through yeah. it, right? Like you just, like you you don't savor it in a way that maybe it deserves.
1: Are you gonna go back and, and finish but you?
0: I don't know. Probably because it feels like I'm missing a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, like the quests are kind of complicated. I kind of feel like I want to sit through, like sit there with a walkthrough, so I don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. I, I've got a serious case of FOMO with this game. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I might do it. Um, and then, of course, you know, you get to the ending and. You know, it snaps back to uh, basically the beginning of the game. and But, like, all of these characters from, like, all the people that you met from across time are there. And you're just like, (sighs) it. I really like an RPG that, like, kind of brings things full circle. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel like you've come to the end of, like, this epic journey. Right? It's like, oh, look at all these amazing people I've met. And, like, I've really come to enjoy my party and, like. Like building them up, everything, and then like the goodbyes are always hard.
1: Yes. Um, did you get the balloon ending, where, uh, yeah, you would have because the epoch is destroyed. Mm. Um, just to let you know, if you do um, keep the epoch, then uh, uh, Chrono's mom gets herself sucked into a time hole because, what? Uh, f- <laughs> yeah, because he was he chased she chases Crono's Cat, who's starving to death apparently because he hasn't been feeding her. She so she chases the cat into the time warp, and they all just get in the epic and like you know fly away and to find her. And it's really the mode seven effects are really nice. Like you probably saw some of them when you when you saw your ending. Mm-hmm. And the music's fantastic. That's uh, too far away. Times was one of my favorite ending themes ever.
0: Yeah, it was a really nice ending. Uh, just <sighs> Man. And then they get
1: married. <laughs> That's right. You get. Do they have the anime cutscene in the uh, in the yes. DS version? I guess they do. Yeah, that was new. Yes, obviously. <laughs> they had a whole
0: bunch of anime cutscenes, and I'm gonna make—I'm not gonna lie—I didn't like them.
1: They—they—they they, they kind of uh, jut out. They're—they're they're not as like they don't—they don't mesh as well with the gameplay. I, no. I thought it was interesting seeing them because um, mm-hmm. just because I'd played the game so many times, and it was seeing interesting seeing like everyone's conclusive ending. Mm-hmm. But and I mean, I usually like Toriyama style, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of those. Well, it just
0: the problem was that it. Uh, it clashed with the rest of the game mm-hmm. a lot. Exactly. Like it was like okay, I got the sixteen-bit game, and oh, cutscenes. These definitely <laughs> weren't added after the fact.
1: Nope, they weren't stapled on at all.
0: All right. Uh, so really quickly, uh, one of the comments uh, from what I uh, one of the comments was from what I recall, I think the mistranslation was that every character basically had their own side quest to mm-hmm. their own era, except Ayla, maybe. Some people thought it referred to Queen Zeal because she's close to Magus, I guess, and Gaspar doesn't mention it again in, after killing everything and everyone in the Black Omen. But then he doesn't mention any side quests anymore at this point, so I guess it really was just a mistranslation.
1: It, dro- it kept me up at night. Oh, and <laughs>
0: uh, also they just noticed that you're wearing a cane shirt.
1: Oh, yes, isn't it cute? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They expected it to be a Mega Man shirt, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. So
1: I have a few of those somewhere too. Yes. Maybe next time. I'll always. Ha- I promise you, if we do another live stream and live streams, be honest. <laughs> I'll always have a good shirt.
0: All right. Final thoughts on Chrono Trigger. Um. I mean, I-, I feel like I've already said it. Um. I feel like maybe I've just played one of the best RPGs ever. Um. Yeah, you have. I really, really admire not only like how complex it is and like how much there is to do uh but how tight it really Mm -hmm. all is how tightly designed um like how like fun the characters all are uh how it takes a handful of time periods but really builds them out and makes them all feel really interesting like Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like any particular time period is particular is neglected (laughs) Mm -hmm. and yeah like, there's so many twists and turns, and they really, really, really make good use of the, the time travel, um, like, central conceit of the game that there's time travel. Like, there's so much going on, even down to, as dumb as it was, to put a frickin', like, doll of Chrono in <laughs> the Path of Lavos, it was still kind of cool that, like, that was, like, an aspect of the game. It worked. Yes. Um, the End of Time was really neat. Um... I don't know. I I kind of want to go back through and play it again, like if I ever get a chance. Like, it's, it, I'm. It's gonna be. It's gonna, My dad always says that after a really, the way he knows he's just watched a really good movie is that he wakes up the next morning and he's still thinking about it.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: And I think I'm gonna be thinking about Chrono Trigger for a long time.
1: Yeah, it's always a good indication of when you played a good game too. When you just kind of stop and think about it every so often. I mean. I still defin- think about it, and I played it years ago. Years and years ago, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: and it's funny, because, like, games that you played years ago, like, certain moments kind of crystallize around it, so it's, mm-hmm. like, all really fresh for me still, so. Um, and uh, and I, I obviously, like, I think that there's some things that maybe I would change, but I, I guess, like, they're so minor that it doesn't even, like, really bear, like, harping on, for example, yeah. like, okay, yeah the pacing gets a little slow when you're getting frog sword
1: yeah yeah but that could be it's so like minor that it's like barely worth mentioning so i know what you mean
0: yeah exactly so um yeah amazing game thoughts nadia Uh,
1: i'm just kind of jealous he got to play for the first time (laughs) (laughs) i kind of wish i was that doing that but unfortunately that's not possible
0: yeah um you can only experience something for the first time once, right? Unless you show it to a friend. That's true. And you get to experience it with them, right? Yep. Uh, I, I showed um, a friend of mine's reading Harry Potter right now, actually.
1: Oh, for the first time. That's interesting. For
0: the first time ever. So he, he like, really does not know anything.
1: It, he's not that guy who found the fan fiction, the erotic fan fiction, and, like, you know, thought it was actually Harry Potter, was he?
0: <laughs> I don't know who this person is.
1: <laughs> it was in the news. Like, apparently some person was like... uh, you know, th- th- their friend was reading Harry Potter for the first time, and they're like, "What's wrong with you? Why did you recommend this book to me? There's so much sex and all it." And they're like, no, that's a fan fiction. <laughs> You're reading the wrong thing.
0: Well, Draco and Harry does what? <laughs>
1: I thought they hated each other.
0: Whoa, well, well, the giant octopus does what?
1: <laughs> Wampus Willow.
0: Uh- but it, it's fun for the it's always fun when somebody's like, "Oh, but what about this thing You're, you? You know, just wait, just wait. Yeah, uh, hang I, in got, there. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this thing, but seven books. Uh, yeah, so if you have thoughts on Chrono Trigger, obviously we want to hear them. send an email to us gamer at usgamer.net or reply on Twitter or you know, since we're doing this live, uh, send some uh, quotes into the chat and like share your thoughts on the game. Okay. Nadia, I think it's. I think this is it. I think this is the final Persona 4 Golden report.
1: Persona. Speaking of like people like you know experiencing things for the first time, yeah. So <laughs> this is it. I you're am, done.
0: Are you done? I am done. I am done.
1: You're officially although I, wrapped up. I actually. I don't think I got the the final boss fight, like, you know what I mean? Like the, the true ending, the true boss fight, but Mm -hmm. yeah, everything else is wrapped up. I, um, Mm. I did Marie's dungeon. You never got to do that. Did you?
0: No, I did not do Marie's dungeon.
1: That was kind of sad. Yeah. Um, tell me about it. I want
0: to hear more about Marie's dungeon.
1: Well, first of all, um, you'd have to start where the, who the antagonists are of persona 4 golden. And they're unfortunately their names are blanking because they're very Japanese. I'm sorry. But basically, the their the gist is, uh, I, I don't know if this is a common theme in Persona games, but they grant mankind's desires, and mankind apparently wants to be a bunch of lazy assholes. So hey, if you're like all you just do. like like we do, so hey, to, the way to do that is to cover the town in mist that makes everyone into shadows, and that way you don't have to think, you don't have to feel, you don't have to do anything, you just gotta relax. There's no there's no problems, and your party basically says no, that's bullshit they go there, and they beat this giant eyeball thing, god. And uh, the eyeball says, okay, well, I guess if that's really how mankind feels, then uh, I'll leave you guys to it. And um, the thing with Marie is that she is... Uh, there's, like, there's two of these gods that are, like, you know, they control the mist, and she's a third one, or, or, or something like that. It's hard to explain, but she's part of them, put it that way. And um, basically... Uh, she remembered what she is and, and what she's, I'm sorry, my cats are going bananas right now. <laughs> going ninja. She, she, uh, remembered who she is. And basically, when you beat the fog, it, when you, uh, when you get rid of the fog, it goes inside of her. And she knows that, like, you know, it's kind of a ticking time bomb. And if she disappears, if she kills herself and the fog will go away and it won't hurt anyone anymore. So you go through her dungeon, which is all the memories, like, partially made of the memories that you created together. Like, you know, she sees, like, the ruins of, like, Juness and all, all the places you visited together. And, uh, of course, you do the whole, like, you know, anime thing. Hey, we're your friends. Don't worry about the world ending. We'll get through it somehow. So what she does is, um, to she has, like, the, the fog inside of her and, you know, the, that kind of evil taint. So she puts herself to sleep so that you can beat the shadow while she remains safe, her body remains safe. It's kind of, like, You ever hear the Milwaukee Protocol? It's how how they try to treat people with rabies. It doesn't always work. But they basically put the person in a coma and let the body fight the virus. So it's a lot like that, except your friends are beating up, you know, (laughs) beating up the virus with swords. Like you do. Like you do. So long story short, um, I I saved her. And I actually got to spend Valentine's Day with her. And that was hilarious because she gives me chocolate, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. You never see quite what it looks like. You just see she gives you this wrapped up package, and it's vibrating. <laughs> it's supposed to be chocolate. And it says, it doesn't show you eating it, but it says you ate it. And apparently it was delicious, that it was moving inside of you.
0: Oh my god, vibrating the chocolate?
1: Fact, she hands you this package. It's supposed to be chocolate, and it's just vibrating, and you can hear it ticking, too.
0: <laughs> this chocolate is the best chocolate you've ever had. It apparently is also was been-
1: alive. But then uh, Nanako made me um, her own chocolate and the girls taught her how to make chocolate apparently and it had, oh gosh, she listed the ingredients. There was like fish sauce to make it bold and just like Tabasco and just a, wh- a whole bunch of awful things that shouldn't be anywhere near chocolate and I fainted and <laughs> I ate that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you get like basically a montage after, uh, after Christmas. Like um, it just kind of fast forwards through and then there's like one more scene before like the kind of the finale.
1: Yeah. Um, it was a little different for me because, uh, basically, uh, yeah. After it, here's what happened actually, because I guess he wouldn't know this, but after I went on my snowboarding trip, the boys got trapped in a cabin, mm-hmm. and um, there's a TV in there, and it comes on and uh margaret who has been like a- up to this point saying you know maria's disappeared but i'll try to find her for you she pulls you into the tv world and you go into like this really like kind of melancholy forest called the the hollow forest and this is where this is where maria's hiding but um yeah th- that was uh you go through that everything fast forwards in that very persona like style and uh bob's your uncle
0: i'm uh, really sad that i missed it <laughs>
1: It was actually I really The music there is really nice like I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that part of the game. Is oh here's the thing though it's a very interesting dungeon because um every time you fight a battle first of all when you enter the dungeon all your items are gone. Uh all your equipment is gone is replaced by like weird stuff is literally called like strange katana, strange like <laughs> strange this strange that. Um y- your armor doesn't protect you. You have like there's basically a white robe. Mm-hmm. And um every time you win a battle your mp is halved
0: oh wow oh man yeah again yeah. like in persona is so much about like kind of saving your mp and everything like it's a battle of attrition so that that's so rough. what
1: you're supposed to do what you can do is uh you'll find items that restore your uh sp with every turn and as you get further into the dungeon those items get more and more potent mm-hmm. um but it's almost no good to, even if you do find items that, uh, because enemies do have high drop rates of things that will help you out, but even if you do find, like, something that restores your SP, it's, you're gonna go up against a lot of enemies who can just demolish your SP in one turn, so it's almost, mm. like, pointless to even use those items. Um, but yeah, you, uh, go through that, uh, it's a really interesting dungeon because it really makes you stop and think, okay, what do I have to do? A lot of the bosses, you go up against several many bosses and bosses that, uh, reflect everything but what you do is you have items that uh break uh elemental uh to defenses so you can use those it's it was just like a really satisfying place to go through and of course marie was reciting all the poetry that she had written for me (laughs) of course she was
0: reciting all of her amazing poetry
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is great yeah take it to a coffee house
0: when i played um because i didn't date her um and i wasn't going through the trouble of like making all that happen um i think at some point i just got a note that she had left
1: yeah yeah at one point she disappears and uh i think that's when margaret says i can try to find her for you if you want you can you say yes although you do have only one day to go into the tv world and rescue her
0: wow so
1: you're doing it all in one and she because they say if you don't do it basically the next day uh, your memory of her will be erased she'll be erased from existence so you won't remember her and i thought that was kind of sad i don't want to do that i was also sad that
0: that i wasn't able to really um, max out the uh the, the the bond with um the actual killer
1: <laughs> yeah i think uh i think i did more of that than you did and i think that's one of my regrets is that i didn't do more because that gives you kind of more more of an insight into Mm-hmm. Why they did what they did? Mm-hmm. So, so the
0: actual ending, like I think that maybe on the very last day of the game, uh, you can go talk to the gas station attendant.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's supposed to be the way to open up the, you know, the true ending or the true yes. battle. But I didn't do that. The, so the, like, the true I, cause final battle. Because I, I I didn't talk to the gas station attendant, so it was just like. So I did that, mm-hmm.
0: and it's. Well, you're fighting like a giant, like basically God. Um, the usual, the the huge. Yes, uh, I, <laughs> I remember it being a, a fairly tough battle. But uh, man, my my memory is not uh, super strong uh, on this point. Um, but yeah, like I, I didn't want to miss anything, so I mm-hmm. you have to go and like talk to everybody, like yeah. all the people that you like built up a bond with over time, and then you, I think you'd go talk to the actual gas attendant. The gas station attendant. And that's when, that's how you open up like the final, final battle.
1: Yeah, because one thing I noticed was when I was talking to Teddy, he says, uh, Well, I have to stay over on this side because the fog's not cleared up over on the other side. So they do give you hints that, Hey, you missed something somewhere.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Go look. There's still time. (laughs) There's still things to do. And so the final, like the final cutscene, you see the main character riding away on the train and all the all mm. the people are running after him? Yeah. It's still the same thing?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw.
0: <sighs> Man, I I got a little teary-eyed at that point.
1: Yeah, it's, uh... I, re- I, re- I, I really enjoyed the game. It was a lot of fun. It, it's kind of funny, though, playing, like, going back and forth between that and Persona 5.
0: Yeah, and, like, in what way?
1: Well, they kind of complement each other in weird ways, like, uh, mm-hmm. going through Naoto's, uh, Thank you thank you toothless going through Nauto's uh um uh events like she's going over after someone li- literally called the phantom thief mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was a i'm like oh I, I know that term
0: oh yeah, yeah, no that's true isn't it oh my, yeah i, I never really I never thought got about that f-
1: I never got to finish the uh the social link with her, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was really interesting uh, it, it's also kind of handy because now I have it fresh in my mind what all these damn spell names mean. Yes, like oh, this one's fire. This one's ice. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, because I actually, when I when I finished Persona Five and I went back to Four and I checked my personas, I'm like, oh, okay, I actually have some good ones here.
0: <laughs> you actually finished Persona Five? Yeah, a while uh, back. You got superpowers, <laughs> I think.
1: That one, that one just sucked me in.
0: I think you're like Katie. You have time compression. <laughs> I wish. Well, I am nowhere near finishing Persona Five, but, um. So you didn't break any hearts uh, on, on Christmas Eve?
1: No, I couldn't stand to do that. Oh. Yeah. That would be... I, well, broke, you, you... I broke Chie's heart. On Christmas Eve? Is that the only time you can break up with someone or something?
0: I think it's Christmas Eve, yeah, because th- that's how it was in the original game as well, because that's the one where Ow. like, you basically profess your love or something like that.
1: Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if I was with Marie, by then.
0: No, point. no, because you have a date. Because in Japan uh christmas is date time oh okay it's the opposite of how it is maybe in the west
1: yeah i can't remember like because yeah because here it's like oh you got to be with your family
0: yeah like christmas is family time and new year's is kind of a date time right yeah it's the opposite there like in new year's new year's is family time and christmas is date time you get a cake
1: (laughs) you get a christmas Christmas
0: cake. cake it's like white like with a little strawberry it's delicious actually and, and you you give it to your girlfriend or boyfriend, and you share it, and you're you're on a date, right?
1: Oh, that's so sweet.
0: Yeah. So but I
1: honestly don't remember what I did for Christmas on Persona 4, in Persona Four.
0: So you had, rem- because
1: you're with Marie,
0: so yeah, that would have been interesting and she different. She
1: might have disappeared by that point, even.
0: So she didn't come back.
1: She did. She did come back.
0: Okay. Uh, she came back I, and became part of the group.
1: Yeah, and then I went home. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Marie.
0: And then I went home. That was fast. Um, but basically, like, you're setting up a date for Christmas, and Mm -hmm. if you have been dating two girls, um, basically, you have to choose. Right. And they're, like, pressuring you and being like, so, yeah, date, 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 and, (laughs) Uh um like the one that you choose like you got to let the other one down and i let chie down and like all of her insecurities came out and she was like uber upset i was just like i am literally the worst person who
1: ever this is god this is terrible i'd hang myself for chie
0: (laughs) but i i didn't regret it because i was like ah i like naoto like (laughs) i like um like this is a great character i love chia in, in hindsight i wish i had chosen chia but
1: yeah i think chia is the better one. Oh, by the way uh when you do rescue marie you get another bathhouse uh, anime clip yes, yes. <laughs> you see her butt <laughs> are you serious she has a nice you see her butt she has a nice butt <laughs> i knew i chose right and with that persona Four golden <laughs> <laughs> everyone has a nice butt
0: Oh my gosh, it feels like we've been talking about this game for months, but uh, final thoughts?
1: Uh, You know what? I was thinking to myself, what do I like better? Do I like four or do I like five better? And they're both so different in in very vital ways. Like five, I like the setting a lot better because I'm really into the city. I like the battle system a lot better. I like negotiating with personas. I like collecting them that way. Getting them as cards, you really don't get to really bond with them the way you yeah. do in five. Mm-hmm. Um. The bosses are better. The dungeons are better. Uh, f- but as for the characters, I like I love the characters in five, but four. I think that's where the localization comes in because I do not have a huge problem with five's localization. I think it's fine, but four has so many laugh out loud moments that I find five was lacking, and I think that's just that extra little magic from mm-hmm. the localization. Like uh, there's a one part where I don't even like Teddy that much, but there's one part where I was just dying because like he's talking about. Uh, how he likes to play Tag and Juness, and uh, uh, what's his name? Yosuke's like, no, that's security chasing you, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> and just everything out of Kanji's mouth is fantastic, so yes. I think I just I, whereas, like, 5, I really liked Yusuke, I really like certain characters, but other ones, I just you know, I, I never really got close to Ryuji, I never got close to On, So they're both fantastic in their own ways, you know? So uh, I, I I like them both there. There's my, there's my cheesy ass answer.
0: Somebody, I, I mean, I think it's okay to like, I, I think it's okay to like both of them. Yeah, like I don't think allowed. you're going to get
1: arrested or anything. <laughs> oh, phew, no video game police after me today.
0: <laughs> uh, I I think we talked about this before, but like somebody posted an image meme of like, like, Persona 3 versus Persona 4 versus Persona 5, and, like, Persona mm-hmm. 3 and Persona 5 are, like, fairly dark and, like, kind of depressing, and then Persona 4 is, like, the main character, like, in Dancing All Night with, like, <laughs> like the disco and the sunglasses, and you're just, like, yep, yep, yeah, that's kind of the difference. Like, Persona 4, like, it just has fun, right? It does. Like, it
1: really has a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, like, uh, it gets a little slapsticky at times. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's that whole bit with the, uh, the curry, which, um, like, <laughs> uh yukiko's horror curry
1: horror curry yeah
0: where like she basically murders everybody
1: <laughs> that's a running theme throughout the game isn't it and murder by cooking
0: the consistency the way they're describing the consistency of the curry that that's the bit where you're getting to with the localization where like yeah. it was just so laugh out loud funny like in the way that they're describing how freaking awful this curry really was that you're just yeah, they like did a good job with that yes um like there're just like lots of like high comedy moments like or, like when they're riding around in their mopeds or mm-hmm. there's actually um a callback there's an extra scene in Persona 4 Golden where there's a callback to Persona 3
1: Oh really is that the one where they go to that school the other school
0: I think it actually strongly I think it basically shows no uh or was it Persona 3 I think it was Persona 3. Yes, it was Persona 3. Sorry. Flipped around. Persona 3, they actually go to Yukiko's Inn. Oh, really? Yes, because Persona 4 is already out. In Persona 3 Portable, there's an extra scene where they go on a summer holiday to um, the hometown of Persona 4, and they stay in Yukiko's Inn, and she's, like, notably younger. Oh, that's cute. I like that. So there's, like, that extra little, like, crossover. Just like in Persona 5, you um, see the uh the the pop star from um Persona Persona 4. We
1: yeah, I yeah. noticed that in Shibuya station, you see posters of her and you also if you pay attention to the um the TV, you'll hear about like uh Naoto every mm-hmm. so often. One of my favorite things actually in 5 is that, you know Tanaka from 4. Mm-hmm. Uh he was there's a home shopping network in in 5 and I'm like, "Where's Tanaka? This is bullshit. Like you got to yeah. have that theme song. You got to if you find a busted all you find a busted laptop in five and if you fix it, you open it up and just his his image comes on. It's him, and he's running like some sort of like shady underground <laughs> internet shop. And he has sunglasses and everything. And he has a stupid theme, and I'm like, yes, they didn't forget.
0: Tanaka Day. Yeah. <laughs> Is there
1: really like home shopping networks in Japan that are just like crazy addictive like that?
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, that that little like theme song it really bugged me when that theme song was not playing in persona 5 so i'm really glad that they have not forgotten about tanaka and that (laughs) apparently he's just as shady as ever
1: oh he's shady as hell (laughs) it's great (laughs) i was so happy that they like just didn't forget but of course there you go persona doesn't forget apparently
0: and they i I really like that they've woven together just this really fun world that's like just Mm -hmm. kind of fun to hang out in right like yeah I mean, and, and that has to be the case, right? Because you're going day by day through, like, the course of an entire year. So, like, you want to hang out with these people. You want to watch the cutscenes and everything.
1: Yeah. And th- that's one thing, actually, that 5 does a little better than 4. There's more things to see. There's more things to do. Uh, one thing I did, and I blew all my time in 5, because by the end of the game, I got addicted to fishing. Because mm-hmm. the fishing game in that is, is a lot of fun.
0: Oh I man, there's uh, fishing in Persona 4 as well.
1: Yeah, except I got stuck. Because, apparently, like, I want to max out my friendship with the fox. But I couldn't because you have to catch some stupid ass sea king, big ass fish from hell. Yes, and I could While never find. Fly... Yeah, and I can never get the the conditions right for that. And I was like, mm. screw this stupid fox.
0: Screw you, fox! I think I actually did manage to max out the uh, the fox. The Does fox he let you, like to
1: Hug him. <laughs> that's one thing I did actually. I hugged Yusuke. Oh, <laughs> that was kind of a sad scene, where uh, that's what you get when you max out his uh, your your link with him. He just mm. like. He's really still depressed about uh, what's her name Saki, mm-hmm. the first one of the first girls who died. So mm-hmm. he was like crying about that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. kinda gave it, it's like you can hu- you can like you know pat him on the head or something like that or hug him and or leave him, and it's like you know you hug him and he's like you stupid idiot this is for girls but he still keeps on crying.
0: Was it Shakespeare who said that the best way to like pair drama is to pair it with like comedy to pair it with laughter? Because
1: probably. Maybe Uh, Persona
0: Four resonates so much because, like, it makes you laugh. It does in the course of making you laugh. It makes you feel closer to these characters. Like, it makes you feel fonder of these characters. Like, you're like, I like these characters. Like, Mm -hmm. they've given me so many good times. Like, remember the time with the curry, or the time with this, or the time with that. And then, so when shit goes down, when you see. or when you see them in, like, emotional distress, like, when you see, like, Chie is sad or, like, insecure. Or you see, like, Yukiko stressing out about the future of the inn. Or you see Yusuke, like, like dropping the kind of happy-go-lucky goofball facade and just, like, getting serious. You know, Like, I-, I think it resonates more. It hits mm-hmm. harder, right?
1: It really does. Uh, maxing out th- my link with Kanji was a lot of fun because... Uh, he was kind of doing that he was finally embracing that side of him that just likes cute little fuzzy things Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he was making all these toys for these kids it was adorable
0: yes exactly (sighs) Uh, and really quickly one of the comments was i kind of know what you mean even though i have the game love the game a ton i want to hurry up and finish persona 5 because there's so many other games i want to play it's not a chore at all for me though even at 100 plus hours it's just as fun
1: Yeah, there's a. I think it was Kotaku UK wrote like a really scathing article about five that I don't agree with at all, except Mm -hmm. they did say it's a little bit long for its own good, and I agree with that. Um,
0: What were they being scathing about?
1: Oh, just saying, you know, everyone sucks, this game sucks, the plot sucks, you know, this, 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 and this. (laughs) Just kind of being antagonistic about it. You you can't really say, oh, the characters suck about like any Persona game, because it's really down to personal opinion i don't like ryuji but i know plenty of people who do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it, i don't have any right to say no you're wrong but um yeah persona 5 i loved it too but it really is the kind of game you want to be done so you can get on with your life Ah,
0: uh, yeah i mean unfortunately like that's the reason i like chrono trigger is that it's you know finish it in 20 25 hours mm-hmm. and you're like yes i got and and an go, amazing go it this. if you want yeah the same with yeah. Undertale, to be honest. Like, you're just like, you knock this thing out, you're done. Boom.
1: Yep. yeah, And you can go back and do it again and see what you missed. And uh, I never did finish the Genocide Path, though. Holy crap.
0: Oh, man. When Persona 4 Golden was over, I was sad. I was sad that yeah. it was over.
1: I'm feeling a little down, because I finished that, and I finished Persona 5, and it's like, God knows when the next one's coming <laughs> Breath out. Breath of the Wild? Yep.
0: You can't always play it again.
1: But at least uh, uh, Breath of the Wild is like a story DLC. like I have that to look forward to. But yeah, you're right, I can, I can play Persona 4 again, I can play Persona 5 again, but you play know what, I'm Persona waiting... for. Persona 3! I was wondering about that. But I'm waiting on 5, because I'm going to see what they're going to do, because there's inevitably going to be some sort of complete edition down the line. Mm.
0: Crimson so, Edition.
1: Crimson Edition. Yes. Blood Red Edition. On the Switch? Yes! I'd be so, Oh my god, my husband would be so happy if it comes on the Switch, and I won't be taking up the TV for hours at a time.
0: Yes. Uh. Well... That is Persona 4 Golden report. Um, yeah, it just goes to show that the the depth and the the interest of this game that we could sit here and talk about it for God like months, like literally mm-hmm. months over the course of like multiple episodes. You know what I'm going to do, Nadia?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to uh, cut this together into one big episode.
1: Oh, that should be interesting. That's a lot yes. of work for you. <laughs> that is a lot of work, but I think it's worth it because Persona I think so.
0: 4 is really rad and. Like, we really, like, hit it from every angle, from mm-hmm. the battle system to the, the different storylines to uh, the, the characters to uh, talking about, obviously, like, Kanji and, like, Naoto and all that stuff. Um, so I-, I feel like this is something that, like, maybe bears listening to in his complete, uh, complete yeah. state. <laughs> Though it's going to be it- interesting for people to listen to it and be, like, listening to you as you go. Like, not yeah. knowing things like that entire episode where you're like, oh, yeah, like they totally found the murderer. It's like this guy. You know, like, <laughs> Surely they did. <laughs> I'm just like biting my tongue, biting my tongue. Don't want to spoil her. Don't want to spoil her.
1: <laughs> no, that would be a lot of fun. It's a game that's definitely worth talking about because games like that don't come around very often, just when Persona games come around. Indeed. Only Persona is Persona. Indeed. That's what I've learned most of all throughout this journey.
0: Yes. Okay, Nadia, so we uh, are almost done. We're, like, running long, as always. But uh, let's do some reader comments really quickly. Sure. All right. Uh, so Matcom wants to know if we're going to have any chance of us revisiting Cosmic Star Heroine.
1: I would like to. You know what? I was pretty far along in that. And I forget what... You know what? I think Persona 5 interrupted me. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try out Persona 5. And then, like, 130 hours later... Um, so yeah, I would definitely be interested in getting back to that because it was a really fun, good game, and if you got Chrono Trigger on the brain, that's a good follow-up.
0: Yeah, uh, apparently, uh, uh, Robert Boyd said that he spent a lot of time studying cos- uh, Chrono Trigger's battle system in um, trying to expand it for Cosmic Star Heroines. So I'd be mm-hmm. interested to see the uh, the comparisons and the similarities. <clears throat> Matt Com says, I've been really impressed with some of the unique systems in this game, and I think it deserves a bit more love. The story may be a little head scratching at times, but when you get your tier party skills working in harmony, it's some truly sweet spots that are worth the wait. Also, features some pretty cool character designs that far outclass the dialogue and overall story, in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. The artwork in this game deserves appreciation. Totally. Oh my God, the sprite yes. work in that game is phenomenal! It's
1: fantastic. No, like, even though I haven't finished the game, I can definitely easily recommend it. And it's not too long, so, you know, it's it's not like Persona 4. <laughs> I'm not going to have, like, multiple reports. But, yeah, I can probably tidy that up at some point.
0: Uh, Hell's Black Aces uh, notes that the Steam version of Little King's Story has apparently been fixed.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I think be I saw that E7. comment.
0: That's good, because there's going to be an E7 on Steam as well.
1: Yeah! Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Yeah, Little King's Story. I should, I should get back to that because I think I saw that comment and um, and I hadn't applied the fix. So I, I would probably go back to that. That was a really fun game.
0: Uh, Rider Kicker has some things to say about Final Fantasy Thirteen.
1: <laughs> I have things to say. Big parchment on rolls.
0: I, I thought it was funny that we were talking about Final... Uh, this is not what he was saying. This is me saying this. I think it was funny that we spent a lot of time talking about Final Fantasy Thirteen while we were ostensibly talking about Final Fantasy Twelve. Like, I, I just feel like because they came one after the other, it's like the comparisons are inevitable. It's a lot like Final Fantasy VII versus Final Fantasy VIII. Exactly. But uh, Rider Kicker says 13 is basically a weird and painful video game for me. I played it concurrently with 15 and finished the latter, and don't know if I'm in a halfway point for the former. I like the idea of working in and around limitations as it works for some people like Atlas. If we were willing to give Square Enix a lot of slack back in 2006. Because they were producing some pretty detailed and imaginative things, even if the movies they made were flawed despite some solid gameplay and performance. Of course, our patience were thin by 2009 when FF13 mm-hmm. F- came out and ran out when Fabula C- Nova Crystallis delivered on very little of the hype. I actually would have liked to see some images of 13 on the PS2. The very linear nature was probably Xenogears-like with the wandering enemies reminded me of Chrono Trigger. There were no inns due to auto-heal, and shops were merely relegated to menus. I mean, Mm -hmm. all it has is going for is were huge enemies and to this day still prettier graphics with little of the chug you get for some PS4 games. Gonna have quite a few games to play before I start 12. I just bought MGS5 and I'm learning a new way of gaming. So, oh, and he's wondering if there's a battle system that combines the exploits of the Persona system with the tech combinations of the Chrono Trigger system. I don't know, maybe Chrono... Did Cosmic, didn't Cosmic Star Heroine have that?
1: Close, yeah, um, that's a, that's a really good point. Uh, Cosmic Star Heroine, yeah, that's a good answer. But I can't think of like a really exact comparison
0: uh there are many more conversations by the way about like how good cosmic star heroine is um lots of talk about the story being very convoluted but not ultimately detracting from the overall experience
1: yeah like i, I never really had uh, i never said to myself oh my god this is ridiculous or oh my god this is stupid you know, I, I like the characters i like the story
0: uh, by the way flip sider over on the comments says ff13 flawed game but definitely underrated Mm. The minimap does kind of spell out the linearity, but it was basically the same for 10. Linearity isn't so bad though. Shouldn't be seen as a dirty word any more than open world is. Uh I, I don't disagree. I, I think uh, my biggest problem was that the linearity didn't feel rewarding. Um in FF10, mm-hmm. it felt like you were on a journey, right? Like you were mm-hmm. on a, a quest, an epic quest. You, you,
1: yeah, you had you really had an end goal like to the whole thing.
0: Yeah, like I, there were like bits where yes, you're running down a road and it's all very linear. Like, it's literally a straight line. You're running down a road, <laughs> past, like, Chocobos and stuff. But it felt like, yeah, I'm running down a road. I am on a quest. Mm-hmm. I'm on a mm-hmm. journey. Whereas 13, like, um, like, well, first of all, like, half the game, like, you, you've, the first half of the game, it's splitting up the party all the time. Which is really mm-hmm. frustrating. Because it's like, now you're going to have this scenario. Now you're going to have this scenario. It's like, it's not pleasing in the same way as Chrono Trigger. Like, Chrono Trigger is like, oh, like, try to figure out this puzzle. And Final, <laughs> Final Fantasy XIII is, we have a scenario for you, and you're going to play it exactly the way that we say it, <laughs> that you're going to play it. And I'm like, uh, okay, but I don't want to no play as deviations. these characters. I don't like Too these bad. characters. I don't want to be them. And it's not until you finally get the entire party together, and you're like, actually, like, okay, finally, God. And the... And, and, like, honestly, the progression is not that different from, say, any other Final Fantasy where it's very linear, but mm-hmm. it somehow feels worse because, like, it looks like it should be a lot deeper, but it's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, 13, um it... I, I I would have to play it again, maybe. Um, I remember coming out of it going, oh, it wasn't so bad, but... Uh, has a weak villain and I don't think it has a very good cast and it takes way too long to get going. I, I think the battle system's pretty decent, but not, mm-hmm. you know, amazing or anything. So not yeah. game making. Yeah, exactly. So I, I honestly kind of think that uh, 13 like maybe deserves the criticism that it gets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Last one. Um, Theo, over on Twitter, says, uh, just to listen to the last acts of the book, why, thank you. Thank you. I find the press turn system to be the best, but in its SMT4 iteration. Hmm. So. Um, Which I,
1: I haven't played, so I don't know.
0: And Theo says, fast-paced, rewarding, punishing, and the turn icons allow to strategize better than in Persona.
1: Well, Persona is really more of a, a story-based game versus, like, kick your ass hard game, right? Like it's really more about forming bonds with people. That's how I understand it anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh and flipstutter says SMT four did have smirking, which was pretty neat. Um I don't <laughs>
1: That sounds so anime, I love it.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh SMT four, like I I remember that game. I reviewed that game, but somehow I barely remember it. Um I remember being a little thrown by the fact that you start off in like samurai world and then you end up going into like cyberpunk tokyo (laughs) cyberpunk (laughs) post-apocalyptic tokyo in the smt tradition
1: in the smt tradition
0: i did like that when you're fighting a boss like instead of having a kind of 3d animated character like you had this giant 2d kind of graphic that took up Mm -hmm. like i I think like like it it looked huge like the, the way that they kind of rendered it on the screen was really cool and it had really good boss music and those bosses were actually quite hard.
1: Worst, <laughs> I should really play SMT.
0: The worst thing about SMT4, though, was navigating around Tokyo. It took me forever to find Ueno. Like, I was like, I do not know where Ueno is. I do not know how to get to this place. This, <laughs> I feel like totally locked uh, closed off. And when you're reviewing a game, that is the worst feeling.
1: Oh, there's nothing worse than, yeah, you're right, when you're on a deadline and you're piddling around looking for one stupid thing that's probably right in front of you.
0: Mm-hmm yes exactly so uh yeah the, it was the same with Chrono trigger i was really grateful to have the walkthrough i was like thinking back it was like uh 2000 like in the year 2000 i mean game facts existed in 2000 but i think i would have been like there would have been points where i would have just gone flat out stuck
1: yeah yeah it, well when i was a i played chrono trigger when i was a kid it was summertime i had plenty of time yeah because i actually got the game early as i recall like the guy who sold it to me, he still has his shop in Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. He calls himself the repair rabbi now, because <laughs> he he repairs, like, iPhones and stuff in addition to selling games. Uh, but yeah, he, he, like, back then, no one really cared that much about embargo and, like, you know, street dates and stuff like that. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna, he went to the airport, he had to pick up his shipment. He's like, oh, here, here you go. It's not officially out yet, but it's yours.
0: Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Having that local connection, right?
1: Yeah. So that was that was a, a that was the good way to end my summer, the summer of '95.
0: By the way, they're talking about FF13 soundtrack in the comments now. Uh, Flip sider is like saying, uh, "FF13 is weird because it has a few amazing songs. The battle system is unbelievable, but the overall sound experience is poor because it has a lot of bland songs which don't really sell you on the area you're in." It's a big reason why many of the areas in FF13 seem boring, which is why people think the linearity is a problem. But in actuality, it's simply the fact that you get railroaded into areas that are boring to explore. I mean, it's true, but also like the fact that the areas just feel like really like it's a hodgepodge. Um, Mm -hmm. Back when we did the FF13 review roundtable seven freaking years ago, uh, Chris (laughs) Kohler posited that they had just been churning out assets and just kind of threw them into the game. And that mm-hmm. led to a sense of like there not being any real consistent sense of a whole, yeah. and uh, I think that is another problem like it should be feel like there's variety, but it really just feels like you're just like and now you're here for some reason, uh-huh.
1: yeah, like I said way back at the start of this podcast, that's one thing I really like about twelve is that it feels whole. it feels like every no everyone the world has its shit together, mm-hmm. to put it bluntly, mm-hmm. it knows what it is, yes. And has a good localization too.
0: Indeed. All right, Nadia. I think this is the end. We've wrapped up the Chrono Trigger. We've wrapped up the Persona Four. We've talked for like ninety freaking minutes about RPGs with uh, candy, for candy, our candy. live studio audience. Somehow, <laughs> nothing broke.
1: Yeah, I, I, that amazes me more than anything. Other than my cat's playing tag in the middle of the thing, and <laughs> we had that one pause, but yes, we did okay.
0: I think we did okay.
1: So, and did hopefully people liked it?
0: Hopefully. Acts of Blood God is the U.S. Gamer Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are sold. Maybe I'll try and get it on Spotify at some point. Um, please subscribe to us. Uh, also, subscribe to us on Twitch. Um, we are going to be doing more streams in the very near future, probably twice a week, probably about 9 a.m. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, do me a favor. Leave a review. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review over on Stitcher and we will well we'll say thank you thank you very <laughs> much appreciate it um, thank you. we're launching a new podcast tomorrow um, it's going to be the flagship podcast we're going to be talking about more generalized things we're going to have Katie and Matt and Mike on it um, I will be there initially but my general plan is to kind of get everybody on board and settled but then maybe step back and let the rest of the faces of US Gamer kind of be there, because Nadia and I have been like doing this for a freaking year and a half at this point, and like I, f- I feel like people know us, but maybe it is time to get to re- know the rest of the team, because I think the Especially rest of the since, team's uh, pretty great.
1: Yeah, and Mike's voice is really soothing, very yes. morning voice ish. You'll like it.
0: Oh yeah, like it's just the kind of voice that you want to hear, like over a cup of morning coffee.
1: And here's some smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> <Mike> <laughs> we Williams. call him smooth jazz with Mike
0: yes exactly so uh uh oh and there are people are wondering if they can find us on discord that would be nice um uh so anyway yes uh now that we're done with the persona Four golden report um we could probably get into a new game a new rpg to talk about i know that there was some talk about getting into a western rpg perhaps um mm-hmm. um we had talked a little bit about playing ff14 we talked a little bit about picking up Divinity Original Sin 2 at some point when it came out, so uh, I'm looking forward to maybe some suggestions on that point. Um, There's also certainly plenty of room to have broader topics about RPGs Mm -hmm. as a whole, but um, in any case, uh, if you enjoyed this live podcast, um, thanks for joining us, and um, let us know in the comments if you thought it worked, if you thought it was a good idea, and maybe we'll start doing this once a month. But, That'd be nice. Yes. Okay. I and have
1: I have a big shirt collection. <laughs> you have to see it. <laughs>
0: As always, we'll be back next week. Um, f- um, and for Nadia myself, thanks for listening. We'll be back again on Friday, same RPG time. Sorry, same RPG channel. And until then, happy adventuring.